I'm Jim Antonopoulos. Hi, I'm Damien Carolla. This is Fearless Conversations. How's, um, how's your day? Yeah, good day. Just a good energetic day and, and lots of really um, constructive face-to-face meetings, I think. I, I think it's nice to have a week of human interaction and, and human sort of connectivity. It's just good to get off the, the digital stuff for a while. So I did a, a great um, strategy workshop um, with a few colleagues. And yeah, and then today I've been just, um, uh, just sort of in and out of, of uh, actual in-person meetings, Jim, which is um, unusual. <laughs> How strange is it to have a face-to-face meeting? Fancy that for a, um, yeah. an idea. Absolutely. How's your day? How, how have you been? Uh, uh, pretty good, yeah. Look, pretty full on, you know, lots of going from one mode to the next. Parent, son, husband, business owner, you know. Yeah, right. Um, the swapping jumping, places. Jumping through each of those hoops and, you know, playing those different roles. Yeah, it's, it's been one of those days, but um, it's okay. It's Friday, you know. It's Friday. It's Friday. What a yeah. sunny, sunny malfunction. That's right. Uh, someone said to me today that um, it's probably our last 30-degree day, so. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I, no, no, I hope it no, isn't. No, um, really. Surely there's something else. Yeah, that's right. Um, tell me, you've got a really great idea for a, um, a topic, um, the craft of storytelling. It's been something that it's been in the background of both of our minds and probably in the background of a lot of podcast conversations. Do you, should we tackle that today? Yeah, look, it'd be great, Jim. I, I think um, it's probably a lifelong adventure to keep rediscovering, refining and practising and testing and probably just landing on what our real narrative is at this point in time. You know, mm. what are we really about? What, who are we behind the layers, the facades? You and I often talk about this as a topic what does it take to pull back the false stuff and get to the real raw honest uh, yeah. drivers of, of how we turn up in each moment and you know it's really strange I, I get this lesson in the most unusual places so I, I, we had a, an amazing chat with a, uh, uh, an industry executive um, that I, I can't name but it's fairly well known in and across the country and, and um, just the way this gentleman turns up and tells his story, the way he engages, the way he turns up as he is, raw, real, honest, no platitudes, no BS, just as he is in that moment. And and I think it's so refreshing for each of us to, to give ourselves the permission just to turn up as we are because that's where the story comes from. Do, do you think... Um Storytelling comes easy to those that have experienced success. So you mentioned this man, this person is, um, you know, is well known and in Australian business circles. Like, is it easy to tell a story and own a narrative and, you know, exude that confidence when you've tasted, when you're successful? um, And as opposed to, you know, being in the muck and just being in the arena. You know, this guy tells the story because he is in the mud every day and he tells the story because he can't he can't tell it any other way than turning up as he is with his raw wounds, his vulnerabilities and, and all the, the amazing things that he has to experience on a moment-to-moment basis. And, and we see a lot of that um, from good leaders and good storytellers. They just turn up as they are. They bring it all in. And that's, why, yeah. and that's the essence of leadership, which is to give each of us the permission to be as we are and who we are. And I think that's the, when I feel that, when I experience that, when I, when we give others permission to be who they are, that's when we can start to really let go and tap into our story. 
because it doesn't yeah. come from that bullshit Insta, you know, leadership sort of archetype um, culture that uh, all of us, uh, that the media and even brands celebrate. It comes from the opposite place, which is to, to be as we are, uh, to be who we are as we are in that moment. How difficult is that like to say to someone who's experiencing imposter syndrome or someone who's venturing out into a new area of business, um, how, how difficult is it to actually just say to I mean, how difficult is it for them? Let's, let's I guess, um, exercise some empathy. How difficult might it be for them to actually just accept that I just need to be myself here, own my story and own my narrative. I mean, it's a hard thing to accept, isn't it? it it's an incredibly hard thing to accept. But you know, you know what's more brutal, Jim, is spending years of carrying around bullshit and the yeah. facades and the weight that yeah. it puts on your spirit, your, your culture, your back, your energy, your body, the weight that it puts on you to carry this facade around is far more brutal. And we're yeah. seeing that and we're seeing the result of of addictive of addictive working, of of addictive um, uh, you know, habits of over drinking, of 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 stress and trauma. We see the result of people carrying around the weight of pretense, the weight of facade, and just mm. the fact that they can't be who they are because they've got this this bullshit cultural um, notion of being the superstar, of having it all together, of needing to have all the answers, and that's not where real story comes from. Yeah, I agree. I agree. What's your, what's your, you know, what have you seen? And you know, you've often told your story as it's merged through the fluctuation yeah. of the business life cycle. Yeah, I, I believe in building a narrative rather than focusing on what story, rather than what, what's my next story. I think that's the wrong question. I think the right question to be asking is what 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 narrative will I be building now? I, I think that's a more apt question to ask ourselves. And, and what I mean by that is, A, it's it's an effort and, and a journey to build and it's, a not, it's ongoing to build this narrative. It's something you, you don't just um, push a button and execute and forget about it. You're building, you're constantly um, attuned, you're constantly listening and shifting and, and, and adjusting the stories you tell underneath that narrative. Now. I'm, I think that's a more powerful question to ask ourselves because a narrative is far-reaching, it's grand and sweeping, like Gone with the Wind, Lord of the Rings and The Sopranos all had amazingly beautiful narrative, narrative arcs and yet we tell really wonderful, um, short, succinct stories about moments within those films. And, you know, on our own leadership journey, it's not very different to that. We have to think about in our careers, what's our narrative arc? And that can be discovered. You know, we don't have to make a decision on day one as to what it is and have all the answers, like you've said. That can be um, that can unfold for us. That can that can be discovered. And within that that process of discovery, that's enriching. That's that's fulfilling. And that's what a career is. It's it unfolds and it's um it's it's a rabbit warren of little laneways and experiences. And sometimes people forget that. Yeah, Jim, I'd love to hear more about that because I've heard you present. And let's be honest, um, 
not too many people can present that well. And I'm, I'm not doing that from a judgment perspective. I'm doing that from the perspective of when someone really drops and tells us their true narrative, their rich narrative, not the bullshit kind of aspirational rock star stuff, but the real, raw, meaningful, purposeful, honest narrative, not what they've picked up in a Simon Sinek podcast, but their narrative. Yeah. Uh, the whole room, the whole energy shifts. And you did yeah. that really well. Can you can you tell us about where that comes from for you? Can you tell us that where, where's that source come from? Firstly, I really like Simon Sinek. So, um, yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm not having If I hear one more purpose telling me about purpose without yeah. without giving me a different answer, um, it's just it's getting flogged. We need to we need to dig a bit deeper. I think people struggle to answer your question. I think people struggle um, presenting and telling their story um, because I, th- I believe, and we all do this. I do it myself. You know, we manifest. Uh, a vision of that presentation of that storytelling experience a vision that's really perfect uh, and a vision of ourselves that is almost um, so perfect it's unattainable and we we trip over that vision we we smash against it full at 100 miles an hour we we see it and it's confronting um, and we understand that the reality is um, we move away from the reality, whereas, in fact, people engage with the reality, the truth of who we are. Um, and I, I'm very comfortable presenting. I presented to very large groups and very small groups and all everything in between. And I'm very comfortable because I, I, I guess I've... The way I handle those situations, and that's not to say I don't get nervous, the way I handle those situations is that I tell myself and I convince myself to know that I just have to be myself. I don't have to be anybody else. I don't have to pretend to be better than the previous presenter or better than the next one. Um, I don't compare and I don't measure myself against others. And I I tell myself that constantly, and that creates a sense of comfort um, in knowing that I just have to bring myself to that conversation and people will engage with it and others won't. And that's okay. That's okay. Not everyone has to like it. Like this podcast, you know, not everyone has to really like this podcast, but some people do. And that's what matters. Yeah, that's great, Jim. And, and I want to pick up on a theme that you mentioned. The culture doesn't celebrate quirks and vulnerabilities. The culture celebrates perfection and sheeniness. The culture, yeah. the Insta culture celebrates the, the rock stars, the superstars. And you and I know when we've spoken about all the bullshit that gets reinforced, three even brands, the way we celebrate the sheeny stuff, the, the amazing sports stars. Whereas for most of us, man, we, we, some of us are shit at sports. Some of us are, are shit at fitness. Some of us uh, struggle from time to time. But isn't that the human experience that we want to bring into the story, the quirks, the rough edges, the vulnerabilities? And, and if, but if we don't, but if we can't let go of those false layers, we're never going to get to narrative. We're going to keep playing out someone else's narrative, someone that we think we should be like, whether they're the, the Simon Cynics or not, we think we should be like him or her or, or that person. And, and we can actually get lost to the, the romantic notions of these these people we celebrate, but why don't we celebrate ourselves? Why don't we celebrate who we are and how we turn up as opposed to eulogizing everyone? That's kind of, that's, that's because our narrative is not like Simon's or, and I'm not having a go at anyone, but it's our narrative is rich as, as Simon's. Our narrative is as rich as the best Instagram influencers. Our narrative in its realness is more powerful than anything because yeah. there's only one of seven billion. There's only one Original. of us. 
That's right. You, I was. Uh, I think I took the words out of your mouth. Yeah. It's completely original, and and that is something to really own, and that is something to understand that it's immensely powerful. No one can replicate it. And no, no one is- can. No one can. And Jim, you and I did some great work with some organisations, some BDM work. We just, and you remember how challenging it is for some people just to say. Yeah. What are you really quirky at? Um, go and speak to your partner. They're like, oh no, I can't show that. That's that's yeah. that's, that's too much. And I'm like, well, dude, what, what else? What else are you going to show the world unless you can't show your quirks and yeah. your quirks? Some of the best presentations that I've seen and some of the best stories that I've heard are when people actually bring um, themselves to that presentation. They when they bring their quirks and their little nuances. Um, yeah, the most popular TED Talk in history um, was by Sir Ken Robinson. And he, I think he passed away early last year. And, you know, that if, if you get a chance, if you're listening to the podcast, is to basically just Google um, how school, schools killed creativity. It's the number one TED Talk in history. And this guy is an amazing, amazing presenter. Um, he is quirky. He's just nuanced and he's an expert in his field. He's funny and he's just, he's just himself. And it's number one TED Talk for a reason. Yeah, so, that, so um, you know, we've run workshops, Jim, where through uh, a leadership initiative, through the permission to be vulnerable or to be, permission to be raw, real or honest, whatever we want to call that, when we block our guard and it changes the whole dynamic and energy of the room. So you almost get this gasp of, ah, finally, I don't have to be anyone other than who I am. And those safe containers that you and I have often spoken about in the transitional sort of transformational world, it's nothing other than that. And if we can't, we don't know who we are and we don't know who we're not, um, then how can we ask other people to follow into that space? And so I think it's that whole universal question. It, it kind of, it always starts with me and, and how am I showing up? What am I bringing to the table or, or who am I showing that's not the real version of, of who I am? We hear that the real version of you and, and the real version of, of each of us is will come alive every time you drop one false layer of pretense, one false layer of where you should be, one false uh, narrative that you're, you're you're bullshitting yourself, let alone the world. And we've all done it. We've all been there because that's kind of what the culture celebrates. Yeah, exactly. I think um, someone once told me that to before you walk on stage to a presentation or before you front up to a big meeting is to say to yourself, look, this is what I know. Yes. And just accept to yourself that look, this, this information that I have in my hand, this is all I know. And not to go beyond that. And to be happy to say to the room, I don't know about that thing that you've just raised and sit within that and accept that and you'll execute on that really well because that's, that's comfortable, that's a known space. And that meant that really resonated with me. That's amazing, isn't it? Because you're actually giving yourself complete permission to, yeah. to stay with who you are and what you know and then there's really not much more you can do than that, is yeah. there? Agreed, agreed. Um, how do you how do you get to the truth of what really matters? Like in it, how do you break down uh, break down a team? I was going to say that sounds a little bit brutal, but how do you get a group of people and who you know don't want to admit their quirks, don't really want to 
be authentic and open and um, generous and open-hearted in their storytelling and their presenting. Um, how do you help them understand? How do you help them see the light? <laughs> it's probably the, the, the $20 million question, but where we would normally start is by through that self-inquiry piece and, and the self-inquiry piece is simply saying, well, I'm not sure who I really am and that's that's a fairly honest universal question, but I've got an idea of who I'm not. Yeah. yeah so who, who, who am I? Who, like am I my, you know, we've spoken about this before, am I my job title and the amount of money I have in my bank account? Is that yeah. who I am? Because if that is, we're in a pretty dangerous place, yeah, because mm-hmm. money comes and goes. Uh, COVID comes and goes, um, health and wellness will come and go. Uh, am I, my physique, my nutrition, my family's success or lack thereof? Well, I can't be that. I mean, sure, there are things that are important to me and it's important to have a prosperous career, um, business, family life and, and health and wellness. But is that actually who I really am? Well, if that's not who I am and I strip that back, what's left? What's left are, are the things that matter most to me, my values, yeah, the meaningful things in my world, the love, the, 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 the family connections I have, the human interactions I have on a moment-to-moment basis, and those things that matter more to me than anything else, my core values. Yeah, so we start to strip away the false stuff. We come back to the inner world, the inner compass, the inner meaning, the inner narrative, and that's where we can start to slowly, you know, do, with some reflection or guidance or facilitation or even personal alone time, we keep asking ourselves, what matters most to me right now? What matters to the people around me? What are my core values? Not someone else's values, not, not the podcast values or, or a great author's values. What are my values? Because that's the place from which we build our own narrative. And it's going to be different for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard for yeah. people to dispute that. And, and if they, they think they are their job or their business, their achievement, that's a complete load of crap because mm. that is the most we fall into a dangerous aspirational rating game. And that's not to say those things don't matter. We won't work really hard for it, but we see such, we've worked with athletes, we've worked with commanders, and when they get so attached to their, um, their sports background, as soon as they finish their career, they fall into a hole in a really quick way. And that's because they're so attached yeah. to that persona as who they are at their core. And I say, well, yeah. you know what, dude, you're much, much bigger than that. You're much bigger than that. Yeah, because when the accolades are gone... Um, well, who are you? To go. Yeah. Why are you in an injury? Who are you? Are you a loser if you've had an injury? Well, dude, how do you, how can you possibly control not succumbing to injury or other variables? It's it's so we attach ourselves to these yeah. external modalities, and when we've got to slowly start to strip away that and find out what's left behind. Yeah, yeah, I hear. Wow, that's half an hour in. That's a really good discussion. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I'm and, and you are too. And as leaders and entrepreneurs, and uh, if we if we can't keep crafting our narratives in the clumsy way that we need to, I, I don't know what we're, I don't know whose life we're living. We're not living our life. We're living someone else's life. Surely. Yeah, agreed. I completely agree. I completely agree. Well, I think that's been another really great, um, fearless conversation. So. Wow, I can't believe it. time flies. That's yeah, really no, good. Well, yeah, great chat, man. And, and it's, you know, these, these topics you and I are so passionate about. We're so happy about exploring that. We did that through our March 1st Academy. We did that with clients. Yeah. So, you know, this is the kind of work that gets us up and up and about. Yeah, 
It, it absolutely is. And um, there's nothing more um, nourishing than, you know, being surrounded by people that you trust and that you, you can actually learn from and grow with. And that's something that we're really trying to nurture, Damien and I, with the Our March First uh, monthly coaching and we've got a really great little cohort and to actually really clarify that one thing that's really big for us is that we believe in not just mentor mentee but mentoring happening both ways like i think you and i damien are really good big students in those um, coaching sessions as well not just the mentors we um, I know I've got index cards galore that I've written in notes from those sessions I've learned so much and I'm sure you have as well the, the most powerful kind of learning um, happens through that co-design that co-creation we can yeah. drop your guard drop your ego drop the pretense and really be open to other views of yeah. the world and that's where we absolutely expand yeah it's really wonderful well it's been lovely chatting you too, Jim. Yeah, have a have mate. Enjoy the, the sunny action, and uh, I yeah, will. Have a great Friday. You take care. See you, mate. Cheers. Bye.